0: It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the show. Merry Christmas, everyone. Of course, Christmas tomorrow, but the 49ers go ahead and get a big victory over the Washington Commanders 37 to 20 and continue the streak. Eight straight games that they've won. Absolutely fantastic. It was a great performance. You know, some things fell, you know, that for this defense, some things didn't go their way as far as they gave up 20 first time over 17. Like they were forced with some short fields that kind of added to that, but also they gave up 79 yards. It would have been the first time since the 2000 Ravens, or actually, the first time, uh, would have been better than the Ravens. They'd had eight straight games holding a rushing, you know, attack under 70. It ends up being 79 yards, but what a great performance! And the 49ers did exactly what they needed to do continue the hot streak, you know, and play really well. Uh, excellent performance from the 49ers, and uh, what a really, really good. Uh, game overall it was tough you know to think that the Forty yards only scored seven points in the first half and then they rally off for 30 in the second uh great job and what's up to everyone in chat how's it going uh michael uh mr cory traffic uh jess brad jones and michael humphrey how's it going everyone i hope you guys are all having a good one merry christmas to everyone that's here and mr cory says "Aunt nick bosa 2022 nfl defensive player of the year yeah 100 percent. i think he is going to be The defensive player of the year, he's sitting at 17 and a half sacks now. I mean, he doesn't get credit for the two-point conversion. That could have easily been 18 and a half, but he's played just absolutely fantastic. And Traffic said, from now on, I want everyone to address him as Nick, defensive player of the year, Bosa. Let's go, TCC. I love that one. Jess says, Merry Christmas, TCC. Brad Jones says, Merry Christmas from Australia. Hope you're having a good one there, Brad. Mike Humphrey says, Merry Christmas, Coach Ant, and everyone else. Uh, I bleed red and gold. Purdy is the future. I'm calling it now. It could be. I mean, Brock Purdy's played really well. Uh, his escapability was on display today. There was a couple of times he got out of what should have been sacks and ended up either, you know, throwing the football away or throwing an incomplete pass or a couple of occasions scrambling. Uh, he definitely has an added dimension to the offense. We don't have a Jimmy Garoppolo. It's It's more akin to what you get with Trey Lance. Uh, but once again he was finding receivers down the field. George Kittle with a spectacular game. George Kittle showed up in a big way. Uh, he he played so good and it it was fun. It was it's a it was a fun game to watch overall and uh, you know it's always funner when your team wins, but the 49ers showed up in a big way and I was looking at, you know, some of the stats from the game. I mean, Washington won some interesting categories. They had a better time of possession. Uh they had more first downs. Um, You know they had more passing yards. It, it's it's one of those things where you know it they you look at the things that they did and you're thinking win, but then we look at the turnovers. They turned the ball over more than the 49ers. They average yes yard or less yards per play. Um, You know it, it's it's one of those things where the 49ers just played a better brand of football, including a 153 yards on the ground that included Christian McCaffrey and TDP. So we got to see a little bit of TDP coming in at the end. But how about the faith from Kyle Shanahan on fourth down uh, at the end of the game? You're up 10. You could kick it, you know, make it so Washington would need two touchdowns in the, the game. No. We're gonna go ahead and try to put this game away. Puts the offense back on the field. And Brock Purdy uh, threads the needle. George Kittle makes a fantastic catch. And, you know, we're a play later, Christian McCaffrey runs it in for a touchdown. That is some tremendous stuff from the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, I like the aggressive style of Kyle Shanahan, and I like uh, where the 49ers team is going so it's 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 fantastic i think it really is fantastic to watch this team uh brad says that touchdown on the fourth uh to the Commanders shouldn't have happened that was an interception to greenlaw yeah exactly and what a spectacular that one should be on all the top plays but it won't be because it didn't officially become an interception but that was ex- that was 100 an interception and the referees not only didn't call an interception, but also blew it dead and didn't let Dre Greenlaw run. That could have easily been another defensive touchdown for the 49ers. But the 49ers came through with some big time turnovers. Nick Bosa with the strip sack that results in a turnover, and what about Jordan Willis catching it out of the air? And then you had Jimmy Ward, you know, with the diving interception. Both of those were big. The Niners had a couple opportunities that they missed too. Deshaun uh, Gibson could have had an interception. You know, we've talked about the, you know, the Drake Greenlaw. We had other guys get their hands on the football, so defense was definitely flying around. Very exciting to watch. Jan uh, says, I called Purdy the baby goat when he was drafted. Well done. Well done. Uh, Mr. Groy says, Matthew Jr. and I had one sack and a forced fumble today, so Bosa, two sacks and a forced fumble. Yeah, I think he's just leading the way, you know, and I, I know that a lot of the front office personnel voted, and they did say Nick Bosa, you know, should be that guy, and I think he's going to ultimately be that guy. David Campbell says, if I was an NFC West opponent, I would trade for Carson Wentz ASAP. He owns the Niners. Uh, he you know, he had, he had a decent game there at the end. Uh, that was interesting. The Niners came with a lot of pressure on Carson Wentz. Of course, it didn't get home, but I felt like they went after him in a heavy way, but yeah, Carson Wentz, he does a pretty good job. I, I don't expect to see Wentz um you know in the nfc west thankfully so i think we're okay david so i think we'll be all right ziggy says let's go baby what's up ant how's it going ziggy hope you're having a good one um let's see i'm going through the chat making sure i don't miss anything Jay ellie says another step closer to greatness yeah i mean another 30 point game and i know the defense had a big part in this you know some short fields uh playing tough defense when they needed to but the 49ers have put up another 30 point game this is the third 30-point game with Brock Purdy at the helm. That's got to say something. George Kittle has been exploding the last couple weeks, and he did it again. And he had two touchdowns, 120 yards receiving, nearly a third touchdown on that throw from Brock Purdy at the end of the game. So, I mean, George Kittle's doing it in a big way, and this 49ers offense has still been able to move the ball and create, you know, touchdown opportunities. And then I feel bad for Brock Purdy that the stats even say that he had an interception. That interception should not be on him. That was just unfortunate. Jawan Jennings tips in the air and it gets intercepted, and that created a touchdown that easily could have been, you know, ten nothing, fourteen nothing, or at worst seven nothing at half. But that was a huge opportunity that was given to the Washington Commanders on Jawan Jennings, you know, tipping that ball in the air. So uh, I think Brock Purdy's doing a really good job right now. And um I'm excited about this 49ers team because we have the defense and we have an offense that's been able to execute when they need to. And when Brock Purdy's, you know, back there feeling comfortable like that, he does a really good job. Jay Ellie says the Cowboys won, or he actually said the Cowgirls won. Uh, so that's good news. Uh, and what's up, SG? I hope you're having a good day. Um, I bleed Red and Gold says everyone wants to keep saying Purdy is good, but next game is the real test. I've heard enough, I've seen even more, he's the real deal. I think you're right. I think he's been tested enough now. Tampa Bay was supposed to be a tough. It was gonna be our test. It was gonna be a test to go to Seattle, deal with that noise. Uh playing with broken or with a broke rib or cracked rib and with an oblique. Uh he got it done. And now he played a top 10 defense and a really good pass rush and got another win. So yeah, you're right. He's tested, he's the real deal. Uh, I mean you're, you know, with a when you come with the quarterback, you just don't see guys who act this cool, calm, and collected in the pocket. Absolutely fantastic. So I'm with you on that. Um, no, there's no more tests along the way. I mean, minus playoffs, right? That'll be a test, but I think he's, as far as regular season, proven that he can win football games in this league. So I, I love that. Traffic says, I love, absolutely love 49ers being up two scores. And Kyle has the trust in the world to still throw the ball. It surprised me. I thought you were going to try. You know, I mean, Robbie Gold ended up coming on. They kicked or they called timeout, but uh, the fact that they did that, uh, spectacular. And What's up, Spy Nick Danger? Welcome to chat. It was, it was, it was fantastic. And Kyle went for it in the first quarter. He went for it in the fourth quarter. That ultimately doesn't just show co- just trusting your quarterback and your offense, but your defense as well. Oh, we don't get this. I'm not worried. I have a championship caliber defense. They can go down and shut everyone down. It's wonderful. And I, I think that, you know, Kyle Shanahan uh, is really comfortable with who his team is and what they do. And I, I think that's, you know, one of those things that's really spectacular for this 49ers. And we got a super chat from iBleed. It says, thank you for the live. Merry Christmas, fam. Thank you, I bleed, for coming through. I really appreciate it. And I appreciate the gift as well. Uh, yeah, it's I love doing the lives after the games. W's always make it easier. But what really makes it easy is every one of you guys coming through with great comments and you know it's just it's fun to interact with 49ers fans especially like the ones that are in this chat because you guys are smart intelligent and know the game and that's what's fun about talking 49ers football uh wtm what's up wtm says the w felt good special teams gave us a lot on every kickoff return exactly wtm the directional kicks today from the 49ers kickoff team they were stopping Washington short of the 20-yard line almost every single time. I thought special teams today played complimentary football. They did a fantastic job. It was a great performance uh, from the special teams. So we got all three levels you know, com- playing together. It was really good. Brad Jones says, Cowboys win. Number one seed still alive. So there you go. Uh, the Forty yards aren't out of getting the number one seed. They're going to keep competing. So that means next week when they play the Raiders, the Raiders are going to get the best version of the San Francisco 49ers. Minnesota keeps flirting around with losing. They were able to get it done and beat the Giants today. They've got Green Bay. They've got Chicago. Those aren't easy matchups. They could potentially lose one of the next two. So it's important for the 49ers to keep winning. And after hearing what Kyle Shanahan had to say this week about resting players, I think the 49ers are not only going for the two, but as long as the one is worth it, go for it, right? Um, just keep going for it. And we got a super chat in from Jess four ninety nine. Merry Christmas, TCC. And thanks for all you do for this channel every day, especially holidays. Really appreciate that. Jess. Thanks so much for the super chat. So, uh, super chats coming in. I appreciate all the super chats, all the gifts. It, it means a lot. Um, I believe that it's okay. Uh, cowgirls are letting, are, are, are nothing, but feels good. Yeah. I like that. They're winning. Uh, because that means that, you know, we have an opportunity to get that number one seed, which, I mean, a bye week. And, you know, Trent Williams kind of spoke about that. Uh, He kind of said, you know, it's still out there. It's still a chance. Uh, And as long as the division isn't clinched by Philly, it is still a chance for the 49ers because of their NFC record. They would win any tiebreaker. So it is good news for the 49ers. And hopefully, you know, the Eagles keep losing. We'll see what the actual health is of Jalen hurts, but I think the two seats still, I mean, it's still right there. And what's up, Marvin? What's up, Lou? Welcome to chat. as um, she says, spending the holiday vacation, in Hawaii, and we are going to, uh, a Luau today. Well, have fun, enjoy yourself. That'll be a fun, uh, activity for sure. Dan says, Washington hasn't allowed, Washington hasn't allowed over 21 points since week four. Wow. I mean, it's spectacular. I mean, that's the thing. The 49ers team, they find ways to win and that's how you win in the playoffs uh some days you know some days everything clicks all three levels play and you blow someone out and then some days one of the one of the levels has to pick up somebody else and early on you know the defense was giving up some third and longs and that sort of thing offense wasn't really clicking and then all of a sudden boom it hit and everyone started clicking and this team really really rolled it was really fun to watch and That's an exciting thing. That means that when you get into the playoffs, you know, one side might be having a little bit of a down day, but everybody else can pick it up for you. And I think that's really important. Mr. Corey says, but to be fair, Ant, Purdy has gotten lucky with dropped interception against Seattle and one nullified against Tampa Bay on a bogus penalty. So this interception probably evens things out. I mean, you could say that. I mean, you could say he got lucky, but sometimes it's just better to be lucky than good. And we've seen this a lot. I mean, do, but the thing was today and you're right, Mr. Corey, there's been occasions, right? The Tampa Bay interception, uh, or was it? No, it was Miami. That interception that he threw. No big deal. Right. Uh, the other ones, they confused him. They, they fooled him. And yeah, I mean, there should be a couple of interceptions from Brock Purdy, but what you've noticed is that through time, he hasn't been throwing as many passes that are kind of in that danger zone. Um, and I think that's a good sign. And, you know, if Brock Purdy can go through and throw two and three touchdowns a game with, you know, one to no interceptions, I think this 49ers team can win pretty consistently. He just does a really good job of taking care of the football. So um, I get what you're saying, Mr. Cordy, Mr. Corey, but it is good uh, that Brock Purdy just continues to go out there and battle. Uh, So let's see. What's up, 49ers faithful? How's it going? Uh, 49ers faithful mom is in the house. What's up, 49ers faithful mom? How's it going? Uh, J.L.E. Vikes almost fell as well. It's falling into place. Mwah. I love the uh, That That's fun. Uh, Marvin says, Purdy has proven that he is tough and makes good decisions. Mr. Corey, you are wrong. So I do think that he has proven that he's tough and makes good decisions. The fact that he played through what he played in against Seattle, went out there and competed. Uh, he's made a lot, and he's thrown the ball away. His escapability is on display a lot. Um, so I, I, I think it's, I think it's really fun to watch what Brock Purdy does. And, and a lot of people are, I mean, miss, I mean, Brock Purdy got another, uh, chant for him today. I mean, the, the fan base is uniting around Brock Purdy. We had Trey people, we had Jimmy people. Seems like everyone is a Brock Purdy person, right? They can barely keep number 13 jerseys on the shelf. It's such an interesting thing. I think it's going to make for a fun into the season. Uh, Mr. Corsi's Quandrell Diggs dropped an interception. Uh, what are you talking about? I mean, yeah, he, he did he did do that. Uh, let's see. Spending Christmas vacation in Hawaii sounds like a lot of fun. It sounds like good weather. Lucas out of town. No TV ant. Help a brother out. 30-second synopsis, please. Here it is. Low start to the game. The 49ers go for it on fourth down on their first offensive drive. Don't get it. Use check tries to do the pitch uh, on the option. McCaffrey doesn't work out uh trade back and forth Brock Purdy uh, with a little over two minutes left throws a football to Juwan Jennings at about like it's like the 25-yard line of the 49ers it bounces off his hip he hits it up in the air it gets intercepted should have been caught it was a good pass go to they end up scoring find a player in the back of the end zone I think it was Dotson for a touchdown that makes it seven to seven in the second half the 49ers get the ball come right out Purdy leads him down. He hits George Kittle on a deep pass down the middle of the field for a touchdown. Him and Ray Ruh McLeod were open on that play deep down the field. He hits Kittle for the touchdown 14 to you know to seven. Four yards end up getting a stop. Uh you get a rollout from Brock Purdy. A nice play action fake. He gets it to George Kittle. Kittle makes two guys miss, scores the touchdown 21-7. Not to be outdone. Uh, right on the other side, you get a long deep pass. Uh, from Heineke to McLaurin, who's on Samuel Womack. He beats Womack. They end up scoring two plays later. McLaurin with a touchdown where he beats Hufonga. Tight coverage. Uh lots of time. No Bosa on the field. He gets the touchdown. That makes it 21-14. And then after that, the 49ers defense showed up, created a bunch of turnovers, including uh a Nick Bosa strip sack and a Jimmy Ward interceptions. Those end up with field goals. By the end of the game, the 49ers get a touchdown with a Christian McCaffrey run. to Yes, Washington did get a a touchdown throw from Carson Wentz uh, to Samuel... um, I'm sorry, to Curtis Samuel for a touchdown, and that made it a 10-point game before you got the Christian McCaffrey. So, I know it was longer than 30 seconds, but that's basically the synopsis of what happened in the game. Uh, Good, timely defense from the 49ers, though. And Washington, even though they have a very good run game, 49ers held them to 79 yards. It's still spectacular. So... Oh, uh, that defense is not going away anytime soon. Uh, Jan says I need to keep on predicting low close games since you've been doing that. Uh, it's work. And Merry Christmas, SG. I hope you're having a a good a good one out there in Hawaii, in Hawaii uh, Maui. Uh, I think you said you were. This, of course, it wasn't criticism of him. I was saying sometimes things get evened out. I think that's fair. Um, I just am a proponent of I believe that a dropped ball or tip ball that should have been caught that's a nice throw i think that should be an interception on the receiver that's what i think that's what i've always thought so that's kind of my basis for it, mr cory but no you're right things normally even out right uh, it's kind of like in the nba ball don't lie uh we got a huge super chat from 49ers faithful mom 1999 merry christmas let's go i love that thank you so much for the gift 49ers faithful mom really appreciate it so uh everyone's rolling through with the super chats gotta love it very very nice not KDR is in the building i didn't know if it was not KDR. KDR. uh i like them both so uh welcome to chat KDR. though we love having you here hopefully you guys are having a good christmas out there in texas um yeah marvin says purdy also has a broken rib play hurt against seattle today He's tough. I mean, I think that's why people like him, right? I mean, he just he handles business, he goes about his business. It's really, it's really, really great. Uh, spectacular. Um, uh, SG says thoughts on the Cowboys getting the 40-34 win over the Eagles on game-winning touchdown by CeeDee Lamb in the fourth quarter. I think that's a spectacular matchup. You know, I mean, Gardner Minshew did everything he could to help the Eagles win. I think it's a big win. For the Cowboys, I think that's a big win for the NFC as far as Vikings still believe they have a shot at the number one seed. 49ers believe they have a shot at the number one seed, and it's in question. Jalen Hurts coming back is going to be pivotal for the Eagles. We'll see exactly where his shoulder sits. And I think what it does show, too, is both of those teams can be scored on. 40 to 34, that's not an elite defense for either one of them. And the 49ers have an elite defense, so it's going to be interesting. Uh, What's up, San Francisco? John says... Team went off in the second half. 30 to 13 to smash them out. You're right. Spectacular. Absolutely spectacular. So uh it, it was it was fun. Yeah, and Lou, no problem. Uh anytime. Always love when Lou comes through. Uh I like the I like the differing in opinions, So I, I really love it. Um and KDR says, Merry Christmas to everyone. And Merry Christmas to you, KDR. Uh the aka Wish Anthony. I love that, by the way. Uh, Mr. Corey, I missed a couple of shows. Did you talk about Brendel making the Pro Bowl as an alternate? Yeah, I kind of mentioned it. Didn't go into it deep. Mr. Corey, I'm completely shocked, right, that he is perceived to be a Pro Bowler or pretty close to a Pro Bowler in this league. I haven't seen it on film. I have seen improvement. Now, don't get me wrong. I think Brendel's improved vastly since the beginning of the year, since training camp. But um I didn't see him in that caliber of center, unless the caliber of center around the league has fallen. I don't go through and watch all 32 centers or, you know, in this case, you know, half of those 16. So, I mean, if he's really, you know, one of the top four or five centers in the NFC, that's not saying a lot for the NFC at the center position. I knew we have, you know, a little bit to be desired at some of the offensive line positions as far as depth, but um, there still needs to be some stuff there, you know. Uh, But, yeah, it it was interesting. I mean, good for him. He's working hard. And I like what uh, Chris Furster says about him. He says he just does everything that Chris Verster wants him to do, the way he wants him to do it. I think that's really cool. WTM with the super chat. Thank you so much, WTM. In bold prediction, I asked for 28 and got 37. You got to love that. I'll tell you guys what's wild. I don't know how many of you watched the A.N. Hill show, uh, but Jay Hill came through with his bold prediction this week, and his bold prediction was that uh, he was a little off by maybe like almost a quarter, but he had Heineke turning over the football, and then getting benched. And I believe he had one fumble and one interception, and getting uh, t- uh, turning over the football and being benched for Carson Wentz. So Jay Hill was all over this, as far as that goes with bold predictions. It it was it was a really good one, you know. And and I had you know the three turnovers. Of course, Heineke wasn't in long enough. So, uh, yeah, he was all over that with that prediction. I mean, that was pretty good. Uh, it it was fantastic to see. Um. The Purdle a pretty handled himself well after that pick. I thought so too. I thought so too. I thought that was really really great. So, um. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, John says Forty yards still haven't gave up sixty plus yard rusher in eight straight games. Ridiculous. I mean that defense is so good. Uh, that's so good. Um, it's it's fantastic. And I think that, you know, the, that defense is every bit as good as everyone says they are. Every bit as good. I mean, they're just fantastic. So I've been enjoying watching the defense, and I feel like we're always in a, you know, a good situation. And and KDR says, Merry Christmas, Jess and Ant from the official KNDR. Thank you so much for that. I really appreciate uh, the love from the official KDR, not the, the not KMDR. Uh, So good. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Corey is having some fun on chat. Traffic says, shout out to Kinlaw, by the way, being a huge part of the goal line stand. And also, where was Jordan Mason? Um, So Jordan Mason on Wednesday, if you guys came through for the news update on Thursday, Jordan Mason tweaked his hamstring a little bit. So when we were talking in the game preview show yesterday, that's the one thing I said when people were talking about Mason getting more carries is I thought there was potential he would play special teams, but actually not play in the game. He was active, but they decided to go with TDP. And you know Kyle Shanahan mentioned in his presser on Thursday that TDP might have an opportunity to have some carries. So that's what happened. He had a hamstring tightness uh, on Wednesday. So I think they're just being precautious, making sure that nothing else happens. And then Brad Jones says, Christmas miracle, no injuries from Kyle Shanahan. That is nice. You go through a game like that, a tough game, and you come through with no injuries. Lusa is what happened with Ward. Uh, I don't know what happened exactly with Ward. I, I didn't quite catch that, but Charvarius Ward was out of the game for a little bit. Uh, he ended up returning, so that's a good sign. I think that's uh, good news for the 49ers, but I didn't catch exactly what it was. i so will have to listen and see because I was listening to the, the 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 telecast, but every once in a while, you know, there's conversations in the room and stuff and you miss things going on. So uh, remember that. Mr. Cortez says he cashes in ants because he's a free agent uh yeah i mean you do cash in when your free agent opportunities uh come so i think that's what's gonna happen for some sg says my dad bought me a debo samuel jersey as a christmas present that's solid uh you've got 19 problems but a debo samuel jersey isn't one Uh, so well done congratulations sg for getting that um and then mr courses and his votes came from coaches and players uh good for him you know i know he did get up there right with some of the fans the fans got him to like the fourth or fifth position something like that so uh, he got a little bit of love for the fans 40 fans do a great job of voting and then the coaches and, and players you know help get keep him there so uh, there must be some value for him around the league so it's pretty good uh loses how did kinlaw do today I, I think he did about what i expected actually uh yesterday we talked about expectations i didn't have huge expectations but he came in and he played tough against the run he played stout. He played mainly on run downs, which I think that's what they're going to use him for, is especially in heavy run sets. they will bring him out there. Uh, he helped around the goal line. And I think that's what you can expect, especially early on as they work him in the game shape. And then when they get to pass sets, that's when they're bringing in Charles Menahue and those guys. And, um, you know, I think they you know, used extra defensive tackles today. They wanted to make sure they had a a nice steady rotation on the interior without Kerry Hyder, you know, and some of those guys. So they had to leave Drake Jackson off the active, um, you know, or the dress list and go ahead and go with the others. And uh, he was a healthy scratch today because they didn't need that edge rusher. But I think it'll kind of even out as we get into these uh, next few games. Uh, Brad says Mooney Ward was not a concussion. It was nausea. Okay, well, if he's got anything of that illness that's going around, that'll definitely kick your butt. (laughs) And WTM says, Coach Ant, what grade do you give the O line today? I'm going to give the O line a B. I thought that going against this defensive front was absolutely no joke. Uh, when you're going against Montez Sweat, and you know they're getting you know guys back, and they've got Deron Payne, and they've got Jonathan Allen, um, it was a it was a nice performance from that defensive line. But the offensive line held up the best they could. They competed. You got 159 yards on the ground, and then. You gave brock Purdy time when you had to was there opportunities where you know guys got through of course uh those guys were ridiculous but i thought overall the offense of line played good enough to you know not only win the football game to win a lot of playoff games so i'm good with it uh ziggy said bro had 22 carries for like 55 yards crazy right it's crazy chances you can get nauseous from concussion though no, that's true that is definitely true, um, but he would have had to have had no nausea through the entire week to be able to get cleared. I mean, because he had it, I think, on Friday, uh, but once he had practices and stuff, uh, the only way he would have been able to play is with without being nauseous. That would have been something that would have kept him out of the game. He would have stayed in concussion protocol. Brasses, were you surprised Drake Jackson didn't suit up? I was surprised when I read the list because I saw Kerry Hyder and then I saw Drake Jackson, and I said, "Oh no." But then I remembered they had elevated the player uh, from the practice squad. And so when they did that, I thought, "Oh, that's what it is. Heavy run." You know, after watching all the, you know, the game film of the Commanders this week, knew it was going to be heavy run and heavy interior run. So having an extra defensive line in the rotation made a lot of sense and, you know, it, it seemed like it worked out cuz they battled in the run game today. Um, but yeah, I mean, Drake Jackson to me He's just not that great against the run right now. He plays like a rookie against the run, setting the edge and playing like that. And plus he doesn't have the ability to play defensive tackle like, you know, a carry Hyder or one of those guys. Uh, so I think that kind of made sense of where he was. Um, and I think that, you know, in the future he'll get better at that. And then this won't happen again, but I think this is kind of where he is right now. And Ziggy says, Merry Christmas to the best 49 show on YouTube. Appreciate that so much, Ziggy. Thank you. I really appreciate that, and I mean, I got the best chat. I really do. Everyone comes through. uh, The comments are on point. It's intelligent conversation, uh, so I love it. So thank you guys so much for that. And uh, WTM with the super chat does thirty-seven points on the most scary front seven hashtag uh, demonstrations. I love that. Yeah, I mean, they have they have a pretty good front. You know, I mean, I think their linebackers with Bostic, you know, and Jamin Davis. I mean, they have. Some people, you know, linebacker wise, that need to get, you know, they could get better at the linebacker position. I think that is a little bit of separation from the 49ers, right? Compared to uh, you know, the the Washington commanders. But if you're talking Whoa. about guys across the board, that front seven for Washington, that's a ridiculous front seven. I mean, they're really, really good. So yeah, I mean it, it scoring 37 on them is impressive. Traffic O-line was solid. But and those two false starts on the red zone. Uh, back-to-back red zone possessions triggered me. Hey, I'm with you, right? I think the first you get one, right? You do it on one, you're like you're 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 a little upset. You're like, okay, you get one. Did it twice, and you know why he did it? Because he's going against the guys that he's going against. When you got to go against, you know, players like that, it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous how good they are, but you just can't let that happen. You know, what I mean, you you just can't because you got you know Chase Young. You got Montez Sweat. Those guys are coming off the edge. You know, and he's battling with them. I think we just seen Trent do it once last week. And you're like, okay, one time. But yeah, that that was bad. Um, You know, I thought the Banks holding call was tough too. But I do believe if he wouldn't have held the way he did, I don't think Brock have got the playoff. So uh, potentially, you know, that made a lot of sense uh, to go ahead and get the hold right there. But you're right. Frustrating a little bit. Um, And then Ziggy says, I thought McGlinchey did really good today. Yeah, overall blocking. He played good. I think it's just the false starts, right? That's kind of the thing that was frustrating, but I don't think it's, I don't think it's uh, anything that I would you know, get so upset about. Um, I think he's been playing through a lot, and he's played better over the last several weeks. And I think it does help him having a more mobile quarterback at times. You know, Jimmy would help him with the quick release, um, but I think Brock Purdy having the quick release and being able to move around really helps an offensive line, right? So, so it's not really an indictment on Jackson. I don't think so. I still think they really like Jackson as a pass rusher, but I think for this particular matchup, uh, they wanted somebody that could play on the interior. And I think a lot of it probably had to do with them elevating, you know, the defensive line, interior defensive tackle uh, and not having Kerry Hyder. You know, I think if Kerry Hyder would have been available, they could have played Hyder on the inside, and then Jackson could have been available. So, I mean, Ross Dwelly was also a, a healthy scratch. So, Mr. Corey says Brindle's making the Pro Bowl as an alternate officially ends my pursuit of you becoming coming out of retirement. Dang it! Finally over, Mr. Corey. You're gonna have to give up our hopes and dreams of me being able to play for two plays out there uh, before I'm completely done. Uh, Luce's aunt need to get back to the family Christmas. Thanks, brother. Merry Christmas to you and yours. Yeah, Merry Christmas, Lou, to you and the family. I hope you all have a great day uh, and a great weekend. Enjoy Christmas. Uh, one of those fun times. I really appreciate you coming through. Um, WTM says, Coach Ant, what grade do you give Ty Davis Price today? You know what? I think Ty Davis Price did pretty good. I mean, I think we're going to be able to dissect what he did on the field, but he was making some good jump cuts. He had some good vision. Um, so I enjoyed what he did overall. So, I mean, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and give him a B minus. I think there's some things he still needs to do, uh, accelerate when he's supposed to be patient sometimes. Um, but I think that's, you know, pretty solid grade for him. I thought he did a pretty good job. So, uh, I mean, it wasn't Jordan Mason-esque. Uh, but it was, you know, a nice showing from TDP, and we can be optimistic about where he's headed in the future. He's by no means a bust or anything like that. John says, why were they saying he's the first to go 3-0? Must be talking about drafted quarterback. Jimmy won his first five games as a Niner. I think the reason they're saying that is because Jimmy had started games for the New England Patriots. So Brock Purdy's the first one to start three games in San Francisco I win three in a row I I believe that's that's the overall call um you know as it, those are his first three starts in the NFL as she said I can't wait to wear my Debo Samuel jersey on Christmas day I'm going to rock it everywhere I go with pride yeah and, and it's not going to be too long and Debo's going to be back on the sidelines uh Connor says uh he needs to go in Kyle's doghouse run 1,000 laps around the track <laughs> Um, I'm sure you're talking about Mike McGlinchey. I, I think McGlinchey, will, you know, there, he's gonna be—he gets down on himself pretty hard. Mike McGlinchey is his biggest own self-critic. The guy will get on himself. You know, Chris Verster's you know know—he'll say something, but he doesn't really have to. I mean, McGlinchey knows what kind of an error he made, um, and what you gotta hope is that he doesn't make those errors again. You know, hey, make a mistake and learn how to overcome those mistakes. So, I, I think that's—you know—potentially what we're gonna see from him. What's up, Brandon? How's it going? So were you scared when Purdy threw two batted passes and then an INT that helped the commanders score? Do you think that's a red flag on Purdy? No, I think what's interesting about Brock Purdy um having those two batted passes is he hasn't really had them before. We've seen it from Trey Lance, we've seen it from Jimmy. This was the first time that you know Brock Purdy had you know balls that were batted, and you know, um he does deal with being six foot tall. So that's something that's gonna consistently be there. I thought Washington did a good job of oh, we can't get home. Let's get our hands up. But in the second half, that definitely faded a lot. And he was able to find open windows. Kyle used some movement in the pocket. He got him outside of the pocket where you don't have to worry about those big hands and big bodies being coming at you. So I think that I think it was a little concerning with the interception, more so because I knew they were probably going to get points there at the end of the half. And I was hoping to get that situation with a 40-yard score with barely any time left, whether that was field goal or whatever, and then get the kickoff for the second half i, I like those you know two for one situations and that went away i think that was more frustrated but uh, i wasn't ever concerned about brock purdy overall uh maybe that's maybe that's just uh something he does or maybe it's because we have the great defense uh but i would just wasn't worried about him and i'm glad that you know he keeps rewarding that belief in him because he keeps coming out there and executing wtm says how many snaps do you think kinlaw played today Uh, What grade do you give him? You know, I don't know. I always thought it was going to be 20 or under. Um, I'm guessing he probably played pretty close to that number. And I thought he did a pretty good job. You know, I'm going to give him, you know, just like everybody else, I'm going to give him a B for uh, his execution until I watch the All-22. But I reserve the right to increase that if he played really good. So hopefully he did. And if he did, great, you know. Uh, But yeah, I think just watching it on the TV copy, that's kind of where my belief would be. Mr. Corey says, I like watching Ty Davis-Price. He's Mason with more speed. Hope he's good because that's the pick that could have been Kirby Joseph. Um, I think he is good. I think there's a, some differences between him and Jordan Mason. Uh, Jordan Mason's more of an upright runner. You're right, Jordan, Davis, uh, Jordan Mason isn't as fast as Ty Davis-Price. Uh, but I, I think Jordan Mason runs with more physicality, and he's also harder to bring down than Ty Davis-Price. So I think there's a little bit of uh, differences between those two. Um, let's see. Jess says, Ant, did you get anything you're going to wear every day? Um, no. Not that I know of. Maybe I'm missing something, but no, I didn't. Uh, WTM says, I'm so thankful for Nick Bosa. Yeah, me too. Good old jolly St. Nick getting it done. Mr. of says, all of this is a learning experience for Purdy for the playoffs. Yeah, it's a great learning experience for Brock Purdy. I'm excited about you know who who Brock is and and what he's been doing for this football team, um and it it makes you feel you know comfortable about him going into the playoffs which I love. Brad says can we just acknowledge how baller that Jerry Rice chain was? <laughs> yeah, everyone you know from the family when we were watching the game, uh the first thing they noticed you know was the chain. They're like that's crazy. Uh yeah it was a, it was a nice looking helmet chain. It was had lots of. Uh, jewels on it. It was pretty cool. I mean, it, w- it was cool. SG says, my top five 49ers of all time are Alex Smith, Frank Gore, Dwight Clark, Terrell Owens, and Joe Montana. Interesting. No Jerry Rice on your top five. Uh, that- that's crazy. I thought Bosa had a great game, SG. I thought he was spectacular. Got after the quarterback. He put pressure on on Heineke, put pressure on Wentz. I think he's proving every single day that he's a defensive player of the year. Fun to watch. Uh, Ziggy says, I love the way the Niners came out. After half, time to score. Yeah, they, they stepped on the gas as soon as they came out. I mean, right away, there, there was you know no joke. He was getting the ball to Kittle. He was getting the ball to Brandon Ayuk. That catch Ayuk made where he took the hit right after. He went up high and got it. Uh, Purdy wants to get that one down a little bit. But, you know, he, it was cool. Ayuk was able to catch the ball, get his hands down, and able to defend himself a little bit. Great catch on that play. And I thought that drive really got the team rolling. Of course, they would have the you know the second big touchdown where they get the rollout. Uh, everyone bid on the play action, get the rollout. You got levels concept. George Kittle's underneath. Uh, Jawan Jennings over the top. He throws to Kittle, and then Jawan Jennings makes a great block to help spring Kittle back to the middle of the field. It was excellent. So yeah, I was excited about the way they came out in the second half. And you know what? It was it was good way a good execution, and that's what championship teams do. Uh, just as oh man, was hoping you got a sick hoodie or something. I don't know. I will have to look and see um, what I got. We'll see. Mr. Corey says, "Ant, are you a little concerned about the pass rush drop off after Bosa? I mean, Bosa is definitely the big reason why they get the pass rush that they get. I think when you watch the games, you could worry that you know they're not getting a lot. We do. We did have a sack uh, that Jordan Willis should have had in this game, but that was called back because of you know illegal con- or yeah illegal contact or holding." Um, I think that, you know, they do need a little bit more pass rush. I think Ebucom, uh gets pressure from time to time. Amenahu. the four years get a lot of hurries. They just don't get a lot of sacks that aren't Bosa. So, I mean, it, it does concern me a little bit, but the way that the defense plays on the back end, I think they can hold up. And who knows, you know, maybe, maybe the Ebucom will get healthier over the next couple of weeks, or, you know, they'll figure some more things out, but uh, we'll see. Um, Joseph says, uh bring on them eagles yeah i mean the eagles at some point could be a you know some of the 40 yards go against we'll see i mean right now we don't know how this thing's gonna end i mean the likelihood is the eagles will win the home field advantage they only lost one game there's two more left um we'll see and uh you know potentially it's open for minnesota and the 49ers now but yeah if they win and clinch the division and get the number one seed in the playoffs uh then, you know, there's a there's a potential of you having to play the Eagles in the NFC Championship game, but it, it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be fun. And Brandon says, do you realize that since Purdy has started playing, this was the first game of the Four Yards actually attempted field goals? Uh they had one right before Jimmy G injury. That's interesting. I didn't know that, Brandon, so that's a crazy stat. The Four Yards haven't even been attempting field goals. Um, I think there was one. I I I don't remember for sure, but it wasn't against Seattle, didn't I think I think Robbie Gold missed a field goal against Seattle. I could be wrong, um, but I thought he missed one in the second half. Uh, that you know that they they wish they could have had back. So uh, Mr. Croix says Alex Smith over Roger Craig, uh, Rice Craig Haley Lot. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, WCM says Coach, yeah, when you see uh, us give up te- deep TD catches like Jimmy Ward did for a six, and how Womack did today, do you think we need two more man covers? Um, no, I think or two more man corners. I'm sorry, WTN. Uh, I think when it comes to it, I don't think they need two more. I think you know that one with Womack. He had his eyes in the right spot. He didn't get his hands in the right spot. That's a young guy. Um, I think the other one with Jimmy Ward. Jimmy Ward is actually in great, you know, a great position. He just got to get his hands up in the right spot. But a trail position against Curtis Samuel, those are tough throws. I mean, big time quarterbacks make those throws. Uh, those are some tight windows. They're not always going to go that way. I think I do get concerned a little bit with that, but, you know, they had those guys, right? They had E-Man, you know, they had Jason Brett They thought this was taken care of. So I think these young guys are still playing good. They're still competing. So I'm, I'm okay with how it's going. But if it continues to happen, it becomes a trend, then, yeah, I'll get a little bit more worried about it. I mean, but right now, right, this is the group that we're going to have. Uh, Paul, Paul S is at church. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Paul. Uh, hope you have a good Christmas time and enjoy church. Mr. Corey says, no, don't bring them on because that means a trip to Philly. Nope, they lose before then. I'm with you. I'm hoping they lose to the Cowboys in the divisional round. If the 49ers can't get the number one seed, which is difficult, I hope they lose to the Cowboys in the divisional round and the Cowboys have to come to San Francisco to play the 49. Uh, SG says, do you think Brock Purdy will make a franchise quarterback for the Niners? And do you think he can take them all, all the way to the Super Bowl? Um, I, I think why not with Brock Purdy? I don't know if he'll be a franchise quarterback right now. But what I do know is that he can win football games with this team and the talent that's put around him and the defense that the 49ers have. This is a championship defense. It's got all the weapons in the world on offense. And as long as Brock Purdy executes at a high enough level, they can win football games and potentially they can win in the playoffs. And anytime that happens, you have a chance. So I don't know if he's a franchise quarterback yet, but I do know... He's a quarterback good enough to win games and potentially, you know, get the 49ers to the Super Bowl. Burnt Reynolds said Bur- Purdy looked like a rookie in the first half and then turned it around in the second half. Yeah. He looked pretty good in the second half overall. I thought he looked uh, really good. He made some, some big time throws. Uh, there were some tough throws and some tight windows and he did it. Mr. Corey says we're getting that second seed Vikings losing to green Bay. Yeah. Make it so uh, make it so Mr. Corey, I'm with you. What's up, Frank. How's it going? Since Aloha and Aloha, uh tcc jordan willis the depth on the d line is ridiculous yeah he had himself a pretty good game today i was excited about that i think he says he didn't put bryant young merton hanks brent jones dwight clark frank gore Terrell owens uh there's a lot of really good players right when you get into your top fives it's pretty ridiculous the top five players in this league it's been it's been crazy team callus is not sure if it was nine days of rest but we started kind of slow but the second half was great and you know what that could play into it having that little bit of extended time, you know, could play a lot into, you know, why they got a little bit of a slow start. So I think that's fair to say, I really do. Um, And a, and a good point overall. I think that's a really good point. So we'll remember that, you know, and potentially that's a, a reason why maybe they got to a slow start. Maybe Washington was doing something they weren't really ready for. And they had to make some adjustments, but, you know, the 49ers had some opportunities they weren't able to capitalize on. Uh, Michael Humphreys, says, you guys give... And a Christmas gift by liking this post and subscribing to his channel. Don't be a Scrooge. I love that. Thank you so much, Michael. You know And you know, people in chat have been absolutely fantastic. Uh, you know, they've they've been awesome today. And and thanks for coming through, Michael. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much. Um, Mr. Corey says, I would hope Fortnite fans just enjoy the run with Purdy without wondering if he's the future over Trey Lance. Yeah, be in the moment, right? It's kind of fun. We'll have plenty of time to discuss that after. And right now, Life is fun to being a 49er fan And WTM with the super chat. Thanks so much. WTM coach and Mosley and Verrett. Do you miss them? Of course I do. Because even though I really love what Diamond Lenore has done, how Jimmy Ward has played in the nickel. I mean, he's had more turnovers playing nickel Whoa. corner than he had at any other time in his career. You know, I, and I love the way they've competed and battled. I just know that if you would have had those two guys and they were healthy, uh, not only are they lockdown guys, they're great in coverage, they're great at stopping the run, you just would have been a little bit better defense than you are. It doesn't mean you're not really great with who you got. But yeah, those types of things, you know, if you have those players, you're just a little bit better. It's just like your defensive line was playing fantastic without Armstead. And then as soon as Armstead came back, you're like, we're better. As soon as Kinlaw comes back, we're better. And I think that's the case with a lot of positions, you know, for sure on the team. Kelts a CMC with the cutback. What up, Ant and Faithful? How's it going, Kelts? I hope you're having a good one. Hope you enjoyed the game. It was, boy, was it fun. And Merry Christmas to you and yours for sure. And we got a, a super chat from Ziggy. Thanks so much, Ziggy, for the $10 super chat. It says, Merry Christmas, and thanks for all the content this year. Can't wait to see how much your channel will grow next year. Really appreciate it. Really appreciate all the support. Ziggy, you have been uh, you know, one of the mainstays on the channel, and I really appreciate it. Uh, so so much uh, i appreciate you know everyone in chat i appreciate the gifts it means a lot and yeah a lot of people have been rocking since the beginning and a lot of you've been rocking you know the last couple of years and i really appreciate that just excited to continue to have these conversations with all of you it's so much fun you know i 40 match football is fun right now and the fact that we get to share you know these conversations with each other is part of the part of the greatness because you just get different opinions I mean, everyone watches the game and sees it a little bit different or, or maybe you miss a point and then somebody brings it up. I think that's one of the, the coolest things about 49ers football. Frank says, hit that like button. Thanks so much, Frank. Mr. Corey says, with Mosley or Verrett, I would welcome a game with Philly, not so much with A.J. Brown and Devonte Smith with Lenore and Womack. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things with A.J. Brown where I think A.J. Brown versus Traverse Ward would be one heck of a matchup. But I think that's the kind of matchup you want with Ward because you want that big physical bodied receiver, someone that wants to get physical and create separation and using their body. He bodies those guys pretty good. Devontae Smith on the other side, you'd have to give some help. You know, I'm not sure I love some of those matchups either. Uh, But, you know, I mean, I think that there are are some tough matchups, uh, but A.J. Brown's kind of one of the ones I like. The one I don't like is probably the game we want the most versus Minnesota, Um, you know, but that's a tough matchup. Uh Justin Jefferson's ridiculous route runner, you know, and that's where you start getting this as a problem. So yeah, it, it's one of those ridiculous ones for sure. Uh SG says if there was a sports drink named after Brock Purdy, what would it be? I have no idea. You know, maybe 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 you could call it Purdy Good. Uh maybe that would be what it was. Mr. Corey said, We are winning the Super Bowl in Purdy's home state of Arizona. He doesn't share a birthday with me for no reason. Yeah, Mr. Corey's like, that's not a prediction. That's what it's going to be. Just get it done. I like that. No predictions. Spoilers coming from Mr. Corey. Uh, Traffic says, I want the Eagles. I want the Cowboys. I want the Vikings. Give us the best teams in the playoffs. They'll be all that better the way. Uh, we're going to get great teams. In the first round, you're probably going to get an easier matchup. Your second round, more than likely, is going to be the Vikings. And, and to be honest, the NFC Championship game is probably going to be Eagles or Cowboys, whoever comes out of that divisional matchup. You know, in probably in Philly. So unless things change and the 40 yards end up getting the number one seed, it's just that's probably how it's gonna play out. If the 40 yards got the number one seed, they could potentially play Dallas, uh, in, you know, or the Eagles in week two. So that's something that could happen too. Mr. Corey says, I want the New York Giants and Minnesota at home. I think that's what I would like too. I would love to have the New York Giants in week one, have the Minnesota Vikings at Levi's in week two. That would mean you got the two seed. Uh so I think that would be the perfect situation for the 49ers. So what is up, David V? How's it going? Says so hashtag TCC Merry Christmas, 49ers Faithful, and cutback. Thank you so much, David V. Merry Christmas to you and yours as well. David Campbell says one person really loves Purdy at quarterback, George Kittle. Uh man, right? Two weeks in a row. Kittle's blown onto the scene. And you know, what's this offense gonna look like when Debo Samuel comes back and you add just another weapon? spectacular i mean absolutely spectacular but you're right george kittle i mean anyone that thinks george there was people that came on no 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 joke, came on the channel told me that pe- we don't like george kittle because he's in like brock purdy and i'm like what is not to like about brock purdy and how he's playing quarterback he's doing a really good job so uh big time mr says unless the panthers get in and knock off philly wow cool. that would be if sam darnold Leads the Carolina Panthers into knockoff Philly. You're, that's one of the most huge upsets in the history of the NFL, Mister Corey. If that happened, that'd be ridiculous. WTM says, what grade do you give our secondary today? Um, I I would give our secondary probably. Ooh, that one's tough. I would say probably a C plus, uh, but I want to Like I said, I want to be able to change it if I watch the All twenty two. I felt like there was some, you know, some holes in the zones today. And, you know, maybe they didn't collapse on those as fast as possible. I thought we had a little bit of mix-up in the back of the end zone on the first touchdown. You know, the second touchdown, they held up for a long time. That one's more on the pass rush. But, you know, I did think there were some areas where they could improve. But it's tough. I mean, they were go- they had several pretty good receivers out there today. Um, and it's a battle. But, yeah, I would say probably a C plus. I mean, they could have probably done better. Um, but, I mean, it's probably going to end up being a B once I get into the All-22. And I think they could live with that as well. And Ziggy says, now that the Cowboys have won, what do you think of how the playoff picture will look if we face each other in the playoffs? Um, I think that I think it's gonna, I think the 49ers can beat any of the teams that are left on the NFC. Um, I think they all are really, I mean, there's a lot of really good teams. You know, Philly and Dallas, uh, they're really good. Minnesota finds ways to win at the end. But I think the way the 49ers are built with the run game, the great defense, uh, the, the timely plays on third down, you can go anywhere, travel anywhere, and win. And I think that the 49ers can beat the Cowboys. Um, I don't think that defense is good enough to stop San Francisco consistently, but I think they do think the 49ers defense would make it tough on Tony Pollard and Zeke to get the run game going. And then I think they could also, you know, give CD Lamb some problems because uh, I think that you know either Michael Gallup or CD Lamb could get taken away by Trevor Ward. So I think they could do it. Thank you so much, CG, for saying I love your YouTube channel. Really appreciate that. So much it means a lot for sure. Mr. Course is 49ers versus Chiefs or Bengals in the Super Bowl. Yeah, you know, I think it could be the Bengals. I mean, the Bengals are playing really good right now. For whatever reason, too. Um, you know, Burrow just has the Chiefs number. I mean, he plays really good against Patrick Mahomes. So yeah, it it, it could be. And uh SG says, What are your thoughts on wide receiver Jahan Dotson? I thought he had a really good game. You know, I mean he had some he had some good catches, got a lot of speed, he runs pretty good routes. And so I mean he's a he's an up and comer. I think they have some pretty good receivers there in Washington. I don't think they have any great receivers yet. I like Scary Terry. I don't think he's a great receiver, or elite receiver, but I think he's good. I think he's really good. Um, but they've got a nice you know nice group of characters that they're building around. So it's, it's a pretty good group overall. I've been excited to see you know their development and how they did in this game. And we got a super chat from David V twenty dollar. Wow, thank you, David V. Really appreciate it. Merry Christmas. It says hashtag TCC lfg which means let's effing go 49ers thanks so much david v really appreciate the super chat and lots of love coming through from the tcc today definitely feeling it everyone enjoying the christmas you know win from the 49ers and 37 to 20 was just a great score i mean 30 anytime you win by 17 that's great but anytime your offense goes and puts up 37 points you got to feel really good about it and i mean what were they like a, a toe tap away where Jimmy Ward would have had another touchdown. It, you know, for the defense, it's just been a spectacular performance overall. So I've I've really really enjoyed, you know, what this team has looked like over the last several weeks. I mean, their numbers have definitely showed up. It's been a good performance week in and week out from the 49ers. Uh, they didn't really have you know all the stats. They didn't exactly beat up the Commanders in stats. What they did was beat them up on the field. Brock Purdy continues, you know, his good performance. 15 of 22. Only seven incompletions. Uh, he had sixty-eight point two completion percentage, two hundred and thirty-four yards, two touchdowns, and then of course the INT that I am not giving him credit for. but one hundred and twenty-two QBR? Ray Ray McLeod with the one-yard seven. We didn't even talk about that one carry, seventy-one-yard touchdown. What a spe- number one is. Great blocks on that play. Christian McCaffrey, offensive line spectacular. But then Ray McLeod, you know, does it in a big way. And that was the big run in the game. I mean, that was half of almost half of the 40 yards rushing yards. McCaffrey had 15 for 46. Uh TDP had nine for 30. Both of them just over three yards of carry. So I mean there wasn't a lot of room in that area for yards. But I mean, then you look at the passing game. George Kittle, six catches for 120. Brandon Ayuk five for 81. That's pretty much what he's done all year. Uh Juwan Jennings, two for 21, except for the interception that he gave up. Where he could have easily had you know three for 30 plus, and then McCaffrey had two for 12. So, McCaffrey's performance in this one is down a little bit as far as numbers, but I thought he you know he played really good. Uh, Bolsa had two sacks, uh, Fred Warner with eight tackles. I thought Warner played really, really good today. Um, he, he was very, very fantastic chasing down the runners, and early on, Washington's runners were running hard. Uh, They weren't able to keep that up the whole time, but it was a really good performance. Um, So, yeah, it was... And I like this from David V. Purdy doing defense dirty. Well played. Well played. Uh, Michael says Jacksonville Jaguars are first in their division. It's true. They got turned around. They got... it. They have, you know... Doug Peterson's done a good job there. You got to give him credit. So, guys, I thank you guys all so much for this live stream. I had so much fun. I hope you guys all have a merry Christmas. I'm going to go back to uh, spending some time with family. I hope you guys all... You as well thank you guys so much for coming through what a great stream 49ers win eight in a row Can they make it nine week nine against the raiders it's going to be a fun week of content 49ers versus raiders on new year's day going to be spectacular thank you guys all so much for coming through i'll catch you guys on the next one until then stay safe and remember the right way is always the 49ers